classmates. Thank you all for joining in for another episode of Conversations with Classmates. This episode, we have Ani Sanders on the podcast, and she talks about high school, her college experiences, as well as her passion for film. And in the podcast, she talks about her YouTube page where she is uploading her short films that she creates and produces. And so feel free to check out that YouTube page in our show notes that'll take you there. And a great way to support her is just by subscribing and watching those films and just a really easy way for us to support our former classmates. So really encourage you to do that. As well as speaking of subscribing, I know a lot of you are in the Lent season and when when that season comes around, it seems like every year people seem to give up social media. And I know social media, Facebook is where we advertise, advertise, lol, that's a big uh, marketing term, bigger than what I feel like we do. We let you all know about the newest podcast coming out. And so just wanted to encourage you guys, um, if you subscribe to the podcast in your apps, then it will directly let you know when the new one is available. So if you're not on social media during Lent, you can still be notified about these. As always, if you want to be on this podcast, please let reach out to me. If you have reached out before and maybe I haven't followed through or followed up, uh, remind me again and I would love to have you on here. But we're always looking to share people's stories. So here is Ani Sanders' story. How are you? I'm great, Natalie. How are you? I'm doing really good. We were talking before this about how we were just so cold from yeah. the winter storm <laughs> that came through, and I have probably four blankets on trying to stay warm. But you don't. You doing all right in the snow? Yes. Uh, that that storm definitely hit hard. The roads were bad. The highways were bad. Yeah. I think this is the first time I went on a highway and it was worse than the roads. Oh so wow. Like, Where's the snow trucks? <laughs> yeah. Did you have to travel very much during this past week, or were you able to stay home quite a bit? I actually have to travel a lot okay. to, you know, work and stuff. So I was on the roads, but I was safe. I'm, I'm kind of a pro now. Yeah. Know? There you go. There you go. <laughs> Growing up in the Midwest, you kind of have to be. I know. My friends that live in Nashville, Tennessee, they were sending me videos of them sledding, and they're like, are you proud of us for learning how to be like a Midwesterner and sledding in the snow? <laughs> I actually never did that before. I actually really? wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I did Yeah, yeah, we would go and find a couple hills. Like, I know Brownsburg's pretty flat, but we used to find a couple hills in Brownsburg and go on that, or someone would take their four-wheeler and tie the end of the sled to it. That was a little dangerous, uh, but it was pretty fun. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, but now now that uh, I feel like now I'm more worried about the roads, and I I think it's fun for the kids that are able to do that. But, yeah, now I'm more thinking about how I can get to place to place. Right, yeah. or stay in. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming on here. I'm really excited. Um, cool. You are someone that I really haven't been able to talk with a lot since – high school and I were social media friends so I get to stay in touch somewhat and see some really cool things that you're about and a part of so I I was excited to talk more about that so I appreciate coming on here 
Of course, anytime. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy to be here. Like, I'm nervous, but I'm like, Natalie, wanted me to come on here? I'm going to come on here. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. You got it. So we usually start off just talking about high school. And how would you describe yourself in high school? Or what are um, things you were involved in in high school or ways we might remember you? Um. Okay, so I would say I was... I would be remembered as like a social butterfly. Um, I really wasn't in any organizations or anything like that. Like in middle school, I was in basketball. Mm -hmm. You know, we we play basketball together. Um, But in high school, I was more just um, social. (laughs) I talked a lot. I moved around a lot. I got connected with a lot of people, a lot of teachers. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty sure like if you say my name or or someone sees a picture, they'll definitely, you know, remember who I was in high school. Yeah. What um, made you want to be so social or what was it about people that you just loved to be around? Um, That's a very good question. I don't know. I think I'm just a social person in yeah. general. General, So um, it just came naturally. And um, I would just have classes with different people. And then they were just my friends. And then mm-hmm. now we're in the hallways talking. And then we're talking outside of class and, or outside of school. So I think it's just in my nature to just be social and just yeah. talk a lot. <laughs> yeah. You brought up basketball. I know it's in eighth grade, but I, that basketball team and that season was just some of my favorite memories. It was just Yo. a group of girls that, gosh, I don't know. We just had so much fun. Yes. We had a lot of fun. Uh, I think you guys like exposed me because before I moved to Brownsburg, you know, of course I played basketball, but never like as a team or like mm-hmm. in a league or anything it was more just like, you know, with my friends yeah. and everything. So uh, you guys introduced me to like teamwork and mm-hmm. like, you know, working together. And we, we had a good team. We were really good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Where remind me, when did you move to Brownsburg and where did you move from? I don't think I remember that. I moved in sixth grade. OK. And so I moved from Pike. OK. So. Um, in fifth grade, when everybody was like getting excited to go to middle school, I'm like, I'm going to middle school, but I'm going to middle school somewhere. I have no mm. clue anybody there, yeah. you know, so it was definitely a new experience. Yeah, I could see that being regard. challenging, especially at that time of all of our ages where you're just, I don't know, it's middle school can be hard and making friends and things. So even going to exactly. a new school, I could see how that could be scary. But oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> So you talked about, um, you know, being social with teachers and friends. Were there teachers that impacted your high school experience or mentors or anything that um, you remember from high school? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, There's one that I still uh, talk to today. I actually go up to the high school often to eat lunch with their um, Miss Henry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she's like she was my um, science teacher in seventh grade. And um, we we jailed immediately. Mm-hmm. And like you said, middle school was really challenging. So that was a time where not a lot of teachers um, were too happy with me. Mm. And, and, you know, they I I was a little, you know, rebel. So not a lot of them kind of connected with me. But Miss Henry, like we connected off of that. And then we get to the high school. And I have, I was, I'm like looking at my classes and I see Miss Henry on my uh, like scheduling thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, she coming over to the high school now? Yeah. yeah. So then she, she was my teacher in high school again. So we connected in and like now we're just really good 
friends. Mm-hmm. Um, she's my mentor, like second mom. Like yeah. we're really close. We're really close. That is great. What were some of the things that she taught you that you still hold with your hold with you today? Um, I would say how to not let people see me sweat. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the face of adversity or like challenging situations, just you know, be as professional as possible and as friendly as possible and just, you know, get the job done. And yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's really neat that you were able to continue that relationship into high school and have that. I think she posted on Facebook one time about, I think she had a tough week at school and just said, if you have a favorite memory with me or something posted in here. And it was really encouraging just for me (laughs) to see how many students were encouraged by her or how many of memories they had. And I'm sure that was impactful to her because I think, you know, sometimes teachers have, especially this year with COVID and everything, they need the encouragement as well. So it was just neat to see how many students, even in that post that she had impacted and now to hear you as well. Uh, yes, and, and now she's like um, over like all the science teachers oh, okay, in cool. the building. So like her leadership skills, like I, I just love all of it. She's really cool. Yeah, that really is good. Yeah. That's really cool. When you look back at high school, what are some of your favorite memories or moments that you think about? Um, it would definitely have to be the latter part of high school. Mm. Um, my junior and senior years when I met like my two best friends that I, I still have to this day, which is uh, Taylor Harold and Ronnie Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, we connected in uh, our junior year and the memories, I can't, there's so many. <laughs> like, <laughs> we had some really, really good times yeah. and they, they definitely impacted my life a lot too because um, before I met them, you know, I had no no goals or um, mm-hmm. ambitions of going to college. Yeah, college yeah. was not going to be my thing because I mean, high school really wasn't my thing. So mm-hmm. um, I just liked the people. <laughs> so um, going to college, I, I really had no plans. And when we uh, we were like ending junior year and going into senior year, and they're like applying to applying to colleges and stuff, and I'm like. Uh, maybe I should apply to one and see where that takes me. Mm-hmm. And like now I'm here, I'll be getting my master's in two wow. months. So it's like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm surprising myself, honestly. Yeah, that is that is really awesome to hear how friends encourage us to go places that maybe we don't even see in ourselves or we don't believe in ourselves that we could be there, but to see how friends see that in ourselves and push us that is really awesome yes cool what so when you were a freshman and sophomore when you looked past high school did you know like have any dreams of what you wanted to do if it was outside of college or did that not dreams not start to sprout until after your junior year when you started looking past high school um yeah it, it was definitely later on. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of like, I am I was kind of like Tasha said in, in her interview as far as um, not in really enjoying the moment, but kind of just like mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So it was like, I was there, I was having fun, but I really, you know, didn't 
know what the future will hold mm -hmm. as far as my freshman and sophomore year. Like, yeah. That, those were really hard years, too, though, because yeah. I was, you know, still kind of new, still kind of trying to figure my way through the everyone and the school and the system. So, so yeah, the, I would say it definitely started after junior year. Okay. And so after your junior year, what were some hopes and dreams that you had for yourself when you looked past high school? Um, I wanted to go to college. Originally, I wanted to go to college um, to do um, law stuff. Oh, so yeah. like um, uh, paralegal, things of that nature. So um, I guess my goal was just to graduate. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. okay, go, yeah. go to college, graduate, then we'll be, you know, we'll figure it out from there. So yeah, um, yeah I went to school and I definitely did not go for law. <laughs> so <laughs> But we could talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, things definitely change. I, yeah, I just always think it's really interesting because most of the um, classmates that I've talked to, pretty much all of them have had a different thought or a dream of where they thought they were gonna, what they were going to do after high school. And it's been kind of neat to see how those dreams have evolved and changed and yeah, brought them to where they are. Um, but, yeah, so I don't think that is a bad thing whatsoever. So I think it's... Pretty neat. Um, what's something that uh, we uh, might not have known about you being just a everyday, hi, how's it going, um, classmate, but something um, that you think would be beneficial for us to know about you um, when you were in high school that maybe your friends know or about you, character traits or just anything that you think would be beneficial for us to know? Um, I guess, I don't know, I guess in the interview, it'll, it'll show, but I was, I feel like, I guess I was more than what met the eye. Mm. Um, mm. I was, I was more than, than the clown or just like, you know, just talking all the time or just moving around a lot, but I didn't know it in myself either. And I think that I moved around often because I was trying to find find that out find yeah. you know who I was um and of course you know that high school years is <laughs> trying to find who you are in high school is mm, <laughs> you, yeah. might, you might not you know yeah. what I mean but but I definitely think that there was more to me and I feel like um some of the teachers um could have pulled out more of me mm. So, um, yeah, I think that would, that would, that would be a definitely a big yeah. thing for me. Yeah. Is there anything from high school that you're like, man, if I could go and relive this, I would? Um, it was, well, I say my favorite class in high school was a uh, theater. Oh, really? That's yes. Neat. So, um, theater, I loved it so much. So I, I think I randomly end up, um, adding it just for like an elective and I'm like cool. I need something easy to just do yeah and I go in there and I'm like okay I kind of like this a little bit yeah and then I did this monologue um it's Tyler Perry's how to uh no not how to remember it um Diary of a Mad Black Woman okay and I did a monologue from there and like after my my teacher um Miss Myers I think that was her name yeah I think so 
Yeah, she was like, oh my goodness, you did so good. Oh. <laughs> and then my class, my classmates were like, oh my God, we didn't know you can act. And I'm like, I can act? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I think theater was definitely a time that I will relive. I actually took advanced theater cool. after because I loved it so much. So yeah. yeah. What did you love about it? Uh, well, my brother, he um, has been on Broadway for many years. Whoa, okay. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's like 10, 12 years older than me, okay. so you, know, you guys wouldn't have known him. But, um, yeah, he, he's been in The Wiz Live. He's done Dr. Wow. Jack and Mr. Hyde. Like, he's done a lot of, like, big plays. Yeah. So growing up, I always, like, seen him performing and doing different things. And so I think, like, when I went to theater, it kind of just was like, oh, this is what he was doing and like some of the plays that he was in and when he was in high school we would watch like the professional you know version yeah. of those plays and in her class so I was like oh th- I know this play like it was something I could connect to cool. I guess yeah mm-hmm. that's really cool so when you were in your theater classes were you able to be in any plays did they like have plays for the classes or how was that set up yeah, they definitely have place for the classes, but um, high school Ani is not, you know, signing up for none of that. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's cool, it's fun. I'm not going to see one, and I'm not going to be in one. But, <laughs> but, but, like the now me, the 25 year old me, would definitely have been in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is really neat. I didn't know that about you, so I learned that. <laughs> so I thought we would play a fun game. Uh, I have my I have the yearbook here. Do you, playing a game of do you remember what your senior quote was for underneath your uh, picture? Wow, this is good, Natalie. Oh, shoot. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure it was a song. Okay, it, was it a song? Um, you know, I don't know. It's a quote. It says. If no one thinks you can, then you have to. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I don't know where I got that from. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was going to ask if that quote had any meaning to you. Natalie, I promise I do not <laughs> even remember. <laughs> I do not ever remember. Like, literally, someone probably has said that the week of, like, you know, leading yeah. up to me having to choose my quote. Yeah. And it probably just stuck. Um, I'm, I'm really a words person. Like, the, my background and my laptop is a quote. Mm. Um, so I'm just like, you know, when I hear something that I like, then then I like it. And that's probably where I got it from. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. I just thought it was funny because I can remember myself, I think, senior year when it was the time was due I was like well shouldn't I have some inspirational quote that I need to put down and and then some people were just like they put something funny that was just random so I just thought that was a game I'd implement and see if you remember any of your quotes (laughs) I don't really like that no I I didn't not remember (laughs) (laughs) you're good um so is there anything from high school that we haven't hit on or is there anything that um you'd want to talk about from high school that we haven't talked about yet um, actually, I did play basketball in high school. I was just thinking about that. Uh, my freshman year, um, and I think the coach was Miss Shields. Yeah, yeah, we were on the, okay, yeah, we were on the same team yeah. the other day. 
Yeah, so I, I do remember that, and I had a lot of good memories, like traveling, traveling and stuff like that. I really enjoyed. Um, I think that was probably my favorite part, the traveling part, because I got to be with you guys. We got mm-hmm. to, you know, just go, you yeah. know, and I think I, we had a lot of experiences that others didn't. So it kind of made me feel like, oh, like I'm happy to be a part of this. I'm happy to be experiencing this. Yeah. So. That, that yeah. is awesome. The thing I remember the most, I think, from that team is we might have had six players, seven players tops. Like, we had yeah. not very many players, and I think the tallest person might have been 5'6 or 5'7. Mm-hmm. Like, we were all about the same height. And yep. uh, I, just, I'm just remember, I just remember thinking, like, wow, we only have six players, but here we go. <laughs> Yeah, and we did what we had to do. Yeah, that was fun. So we graduate high school. And so before graduation, did you know where you were, what you were wanting to do after high school? Or was that something that um, you decided to do after graduation? Um, Definitely after graduation. Yeah. Uh, I knew I wanted to go to college by graduation, but I definitely didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, until my freshman year of college. Okay. So Uh where did you go um, for your freshman year of college? So I went to Ivy Tech. Okay. Community College um, because I didn't want to go to college, but I knew that it had some importance, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, I was like, okay, I'm going to get my core classes out the way at Ivy Tech. And then hopefully by the time I get Mm -hmm. done with my core classes, I know where, you know, I want to go next. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that that's one thing about me that I do like. I'm like, um, I'm a person who like lives like in in the season. So Mm -hmm. I'm never like, oh, let me plan for this because I'm like, no, let me get this done. And then when I get this done, it'll open this door. And then when that door opens, I'll get that done. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think that's so valuable to be in the present of your day or your season of life? Oh, because you'll miss it. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not present, you'll miss it. And you'll miss all the things that you can learn from it. Um, I just got a tattoo recently and it says student of life. Mm. And it's crazy, like how we just mentioned um, in high school, how I wasn't really too much of a student. And now every day I find myself learning and I find myself growing. So yeah. I think that's important of, you know, being here. I love that. What's mm-hmm. what? avenues or ways do you find yourself learning is it through people through is it books or life experiences how do you find yourself learning the most yeah all of it excuse me um my friends like literally if they if we're having a conversation they don't even know like oh I'm picking up I'm like databasing like all this stuff so Mm. okay you went through that okay don't go through that or don't go you know like alter your route or you know just Natalie literally everything (laughs) inspires me everything I learn from everything Mm -hmm. so like you said books um I read a lot the books I like is I like spiritual books Mm. and so I learned a lot of things spiritually uh through that and yeah so everything (laughs) everything is my (laughs) do you have any uh ones that you would recommend books that have been uh, moving for you 
Um, uh, if you're starting off, I would say, like, in your spiritual journey or trying to find out, like, where you want to go or the power, you know, <clears throat> that you possess, um, I would start off with uh, a little bread book. It's called The Secret. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like giving you the secret to, well, the secret, but, you know, everyone has it. Yeah. Um, to fulfilling what you want to fulfill in life. Hmm. So I feel like a lot of spiritual stuff comes from first feeling like, okay, I'm whole or I'm, you know, I'm ready to to move on, mm-hmm. you know, to higher things. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for that. That'd be really yeah, neat course. to look into that. So you talk about you go to Ivy Tech to see, try to figure out kind of what you want to do. Talk through mm-hmm. that process. Talk through what happens next um, yeah. and leading mm-hmm. you to where you are. Uh-huh. So um, I'm at Ivy Tech and um, I take this class. I think everyone had to take the class. And it's like um, something one-on-one and the class is like, encouraging you to find your purpose. Mm. So I really, really, really enjoyed that class. And I had a really good teacher too, um, who cared, you know, who cared about her students and cared that, um, to, to let us know that, you know, you do have a future and I'm here to, you know, encourage you to figure it out. So I think that class had a big impact on me. Um, it got my mind going to like, okay, what do I want to do? What will fulfill me? What, you know, is mm-hmm. my purpose? Yeah. Um, but still not being a, a student <laughs> or in that student mindset, I actually um, got kicked out of Ivy Tech. Gotcha. From okay. my grades. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my mentor at the time, um, she paid for my whole next semester. Wow. Um, yeah, like I even I talked to my parents. I talked to like, you know, all these people. And I'm like, I just need one more chance. But, you know, the school's not going to give it to me. So, you know, can you guys pay or, you know, who can help with this? And, you know, nobody was was really trying to help. But my mentor, she did. She did write that check. And um, the next the next semester, I got all A's. Wow. <laughs> which is crazy it's like dang okay let's start caring (laughs) let's start trying what like what goes through your mind when you hear someone say yeah I believe that you can do this and so I'm going to I'm going to pay for this next what are what go what emotions and thoughts are you feeling during that I mean I think I think um during the time when it was happening I was just feeling like okay Let's let's prove let's prove yeah. that that you can do this like yeah you know this it, it was more I feel like a lot of things that I've done I have been trying to prove but also prove to people but also prove to myself that I'm more than where I am now. Mm. You know what I mean? So always looking to be more. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to your senior quote. If no one thinks you can, then you have to. <laughs> hey, hey, that, that, that's cool. I like that. <laughs> but, yeah, wow. That is, I'm just, I don't know. I'm so encouraged by mentors and people that see potential in others and just the encouragement to us of not only for us to see that own potential in ourselves, um, but then to look for potential in others and call that out to people and let them know where we see that. That is so cool. 
Yes. So I, I when I got the, all the A's, that mm-hmm. was my um, the end of my freshman year. And um, I remember leaving Ivy Tech and I was like praying and I was like, God, like, what is my purpose? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was really, really struggling with that because I feel like I knew I could be great. I knew that I could potentially, you know, be a successful person, but I just didn't know what that was. And and it was really, really bothering me. So um, when God showed me that, it was crazy because when God showed me um, what I was supposed to do, I looked down at my phone and um, this guy who was like doing video and, and like photography around the city he had texted me. So, like, God showed me, he texted me immediately after and was like, we need to talk. After you prayed that, he texted you. After I prayed, he texted oh, me and said, we come need on. to talk. <laughs> and I don't even know what he was texting me for or, like, what originally. And I would just text back and I was like, oh, my God, we do. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. It, and that just started. So, once I found out I wanted to do um, videography and, and photography, I went to Ball State because, you know, they had a real good program for that. Okay. Um, and, you know, David Letterman was there yeah. and all that good uh, television stuff. So I was like, OK, I'll go to Ball State. You know, it's right here. I'm still close to home. My dad's parents still live in Muncie. My okay. dad's from Muncie. OK. So, um, you know, I had I had family there. So I was like, let's let's just go to Ball State. So I go to Ball State and then the first semester I'm there. I get on academic probation. And then after I got on academic probation, um, that next semester, I didn't get the GPA that I was supposed to get. Mm. So I got kicked out of Ball State, too. Uh, (laughs) I get out of Ivy Tech, and then I got kicked out of Ball State. And um, when I got kicked out of Ball State, it was just something that I just wasn't accepting. Mm. It was... Like when they when they told me I was not receiving it, I I'm like no, <laughs> you're kicked out. No, I'm, I'm not. Um, what? And so like in my mind, I'm thinking like all these things. What can I do? You know, to get back in school because I I had to prove it to myself. You know that I could could do it. And um, <clears throat> you know although my grades were never you know didn't reflect me wanting to be there, I definitely knew that I needed to be there. Mm -hmm. So um, I wrote an appeal letter. Um, I I spoke with, you know, the different people in the office and I walked out back in school. So I think, yeah, that's just something um, else about me that I'm not going to accept it. (laughs) Like I I might fail, but I'm I'm about to get right back up. Yeah. And, and I was willing to, you know, go the extra mile to make sure I did that. Yeah. And what stands out to me is that you believed in yourself. Like, I could see people getting and being told that you failed college, so you're a failure. And like, right. but the fact that I just am encouraged to hear that you were like, no, I'm not a failure. And I believe in mm-hmm. myself and stood up for what your potential could be. That's awesome. Yes. So yeah. they let you back in. They let me back in. <clears throat> and, I, you know, I got myself together. I got my grades right. And um, I graduated Ball State in December of 2018 um, with my bachelor's in telecommunications and a minor in communications. 
Awesome. And college was really, really fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, I, yeah, it's definitely different than high school, but it was this, it was similar in the sense of me being social. Mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of times where the, my grades were dropping because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was being really, really social. And um, But the connections that I made at, at Ball State as well has helped me where I am now. So, yeah. it's you know, it's... Um, Sweet and sour, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) So what was it about video and photography and the things you were a part of in college that you loved? Um, I loved, well, originally I wanted to start out being a motivational speaker. Mm. So that's why, that's the vision that I had. And that's why I wanted to talk to the guy in the city to start my own show you know, just motivating others. Um, I, I think because, like, as you see from me, is is I'm always, like, kind of motivating myself. Yeah. Like, okay, you know, when you fall, you can get back up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it was, like, second nature. And I'm like, I want to do that for the people. I started watching a lot of motivational speakers and influential speakers and mm-hmm. Oprah's and T.D. Jakes's mm-hmm. and, you know, all you know all the great speakers. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I want to do that. Um, but then when... I kept recording and stuff. I couldn't find a steady cable uh, cable cameraman. Mm. And um, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be my own cameraman. So that's kind of what led me to Ball State, too, cause just to learn the camera, learn how to work the camera, learn how to be behind the camera. Um, so, yeah, I, <laughs> it's just literally everything that I feel like I've been through prepared me for where I am now. Yeah, for sure. That is really neat. That is neat. So you graduate Ball State, and what what are you wanting to do after that? So after Ball State, um, I filled out a lot of applications to a lot of places, and no one was hiring me. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm a college graduate. I'm yeah. supposed to have a job. Right, exactly. <laughs> so um, no one was hiring me. I actually personally know the... Um, the clerk in Marion County. So I reached out to her and I asked her, you know, whether did she have any jobs available in her office? And she did. So I ended up working at the city county building um, for a year. <clears throat> and, Doing uh, what? Um, I was a clerk. Oh, okay. So yeah, I did uh, sign off on a lot of papers and court stuff and um, all that good stuff, mar- uh, marriage license and, nice. you know. All the good stuff, yeah. But um, while I was there, I was still, you know, um, taking pictures, doing videos, just um, freelancing around the city. Yeah. So I was still growing my craft, but I was working, you know, there. And um, it just, I was talking to some friends one day and they were talking about, you know, going to grad school. And I was like, hmm, maybe I should go to grad school. Hmm. because I knew a lot about the camera and, you know, Ball State um, taught me a lot about the history of television and the history of movies and cinematic looks and how to put them together. But I don't think I knew enough to Hmm. be a professional. Yeah. So um, I applied to, well, I told my mentor I wanted to go to grad school and she told me to get 10 schools I wanted to go to. So I looked up all these schools for a video and et cetera, et cetera. And um, I narrowed it down to three. Then I chose Full Sail, which is where I'm at now. 
And um, I was planning on moving to Florida, actually. Oh, wow. But yes, then the pandemic hit. Because that's where Full Sail is. Oh, okay. Um, it's, it's in Florida. So um, when the pandemic hit and they moved all our classes to online, um, I still worked at the, the city county building as I was going to school. So that was kind of a blessing. Like, I could still work, mm-hmm. you know, and go to school. Um, but then as I was, like taking my classes and like really seeing like what my reality could be as far as being in the film industry. I took it more seriously. Mm -hmm. I took uh, my dreams and my passions more seriously during the pandemic time. That's why um, I think that COVID, you know, it's definitely a bad thing as far as, you know, the health thing is concerned. But in the time of isolation um, and, you know, quarantine, I was really able to find myself even more and find what I really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So not long after, um, you know, the corona hit, um, I quit the city-county building. Mm. And I just started going full, full-fledged with, you know, what I'm doing now, which is, you know, filming and, and entertainment. Yeah, because so. from what I pick up from Facebook, did you start your own production group or what talk through that? What does that look like when you say you're on full fledged film? Yeah, I have a, a my own production company. It started as a, a videography and photography business. Um, that's why I was just doing my freelance. Mm-hmm. And that was called Anz ENT, so it was Anz Entertainment. Cool. And um, yeah, so I had I really I had a good time doing that. But then as I was in quarantine, I was learning more about film with and you know, in school and stuff. I was like, I wanted to make a production company that produces films, like mm. produces short films, um, um, documentaries, you know, anything in that, you know, lane. So that's when I started going, you know, hard with that. And I actually did start my own uh, group as far as like the people in the production company. Um, a lot of people don't have a background in film or anything like that. But I pull people that had different characteristics that could get the job done. Mm, So you're not a director per se, but you know how to lead people. You know, you're a good leader. You know how to pull things out of people. You're going to be the director. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So and Mm -hmm. I I taught them and I'm still teaching them, you know, their roles. But but everybody feels their roles so perfectly because I think um, it's your character that makes you who you are. You know what I mean? It's not you don't fit a role you make your your role fit you yeah yeah so so what kind of short films are you interested in doing or what have you already done um like describe any of those I guess okay so yeah shout out to my youtube channel everybody can okay yeah that's what I was gonna ask like how how can we support you in that what what's that youtube channel Uh, it's called 2468 okay so, and all the words are together. And I made that because I wanted to make uh, short films that were in the time span of two minutes, four minutes, six minutes, and eight minutes. Cool. <laughs> yeah, because I know me and I'm not going to watch something that's yeah. 30 minutes long. Or I'm not going to sit, you know, and and pay attention to every detail in a in a 40-minute, you know, clip or 40-minute film um, on YouTube, at least, you know, we'll do mm-hmm. it on Netflix and other things. But when, on YouTube, you kind of want something good that you can have for a little bit and then go really quickly. Yeah. You know? OK. So, yeah. So I started that. And um, the first film I did, um, it was two minutes. And that got like 800 views and like 
two days. Like wow. it, it just went up like really quickly. And I think it did go up quickly because of the fact that it was so short. Yeah. So people were able to watch it and then, you know, share it or rewatch it. And, you know, everybody was able to, you know, tune in because it was not a lot of time. So I actually wrote that in grad school. That okay. was one of the scripts I wrote in grad school. And and I didn't have to film it at all, but I was just like, I'm just going to film it to see, you know, kind of get yeah. the hang of it. So after I filmed it, um, the one of the characters that was in it, he said that he had a script that he had written. And it was um, based on, um, you know, black uh, police uh, brutality, mm-hmm. you know, the Black Lives Matter yeah. movement, all that. So... When he brought it to me, it was around the time where, um, and, and mind you, all this stuff is going on in a, in a time span of like six, three to three to six months. Like, yeah, it's, it's wow. going quick. So yeah, I made the first, the first film, then the second film, um, when all that stuff was going on last year with the um, rioting yeah. and, and things of that nature, um, he brought it to me then. So then we made another film, which is called My Black is a Crime. My Black was a Crime, mm-hmm. and that's on my YouTube channel too. Okay, cool. And then um, at the end of November, I uh, finished writing the script of the film that I'm doing currently. So um, that's called Black's Crack, and basically it's about a family coming home for the holidays, and like all this drama and stuff happens. Okay. But like ultimately, they find out like they need each other. Oh, you know, yeah. in a sense. I think like a lot of my stories come from like like personal like life experiences. You yeah. know, we we go through things with our families and friends and things, and you know, at the end of the day, if it's like a spouse or divorce or anything, mm-hmm. all you have left is your family. You know, yeah. that you come back to. So, but that went really quick too. So I was done writing it at the end of November. I started writing it in November. Done writing it at the end of November. And we start filming it in uh, the first week of January. Wow. Yeah. So, like, things have been going really, really quick. And I'm, I'm thankful, like, that I can even keep up with with what, where life is trying to take me. Yeah. So, that, yes, I'm, I'm, like, so excited to get off here and go to your YouTube channel and watch those. I just yes. think that is such a really neat concept. And to see things that you have thought about and then see it tangibly out there, yeah, I can crazy. imagine is awesome. It's crazy. I'm like watching it. I'm like behind scenes watching, you know, everything go down and they, uh, the character might say a line. And I'm like, I remember writing that. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so weird. It, it, it's cool though. Yeah. I love it. So kind of getting a behind the scenes look of it too. When you are writing a script, is it something where, a theme or an inspiration comes to you and you're like, oh, I write that down and then I, I need to go and um, grow on that? Or you go, you're in November, beginning of November, and you're like, all right, I'm going to sit down and try to write a script here. Like, how does that inspiration or how does that work for you on how you write scripts? Um, I think both. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know that in order to produce a movie, you have to have a script. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I kind of do sit down. I'm like, okay, so what What do I want? First of all, what's realistic? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what can I do? What do I have the, the ability to do, like, as far as locations, 
you know, stunts and all that. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't have the resources right now to set a car on fire. You yeah. know, what I mean? <laughs> it's like, what can I actually produce? What can, you know, yeah. what can really get the job done? So I think that that's my first thought. And then, um, yeah, inspirations, like my friends inspire me, different life experiences inspire me, other movies inspire me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, you know, pulling stuff from that. But definitely realistic. That's the that's the one thing that that I have to always make sure. Like, okay, don't have somebody like shooting somebody in the in the head or something. Because <laughs> how the heck am I going to do that right now? <laughs> you know. So I, I try to be as real as possible, yeah. like with myself. Like, okay, you know, because I have like um, a team I work with, of course. But um, as I mentioned their background's not really in film. So, you know, sometimes they might suggest things like, this would be really cool if we just, like, had this man and (laughs) jump off the building and his head explodes. Like, okay, we can write that, but it's just going to be written. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? We we don't have the the resources to do that right now, so we want to put stuff out. So what what can we, what ideas can we, you know, think of to, to really get something done? Yeah. So then you write your script. Talk me through the timeline of how things work. Like you get your team together and form, figure out who's going to be the actors or how, what's kind of the process and time frame after you write a script? Yeah, so, um, you know, I have uh, different um, templates and stuff from school because, you know, grad school right now. So mm-hmm. I have different um, resources now that, you know, I have a whole list of all the roles that needs to be filled uh, mm-hmm. in the film. So basically, I just start writing out people in those roles. And then I ask them, you know, if they can do it. And if they can, then, you know, they come along. If they can't, you know, next time. But um, one thing that I thought was really impressive with this last film that I, that I, that I just did um, is coming out in March on okay. YouTube. Okay. So, um I think that what's impressive is no one um, came to an audition. Mm. It was just like me thinking of people who could fill the roles. And um, when I sent them the script, no one said no. It was a, a cast of 11 and a mm. crew of 11. So that's 21 people right there. And um, everyone, when I sent the script to, no one said no. <laughs> everyone was like on board. And the, the day that we shot it, it was um, a 26-page script. So wow. it's kind of lengthy, but we shot it all in one day. Like I'm telling, like everything really just, yeah. just went. So um, I think yeah, it was impressive that no one um, auditioned. But when we shot it, everybody it was just like it all yeah. just came Clicked. together. Yeah, but I, one thing I do want to do is start auditioning though, and giving like other people a chance um, that maybe I don't know, you yeah. know, acts and do the different things. So I'll I'll start putting out calls and stuff like that soon. That is so cool. I, I just, I just think that is awesome. How much you have taken the initiative and are running that and doing that. And not only are you spurring yourself on, but you're like helping others that want to, you know, get involved with acting or get involved with film. That, Mm -hmm. that is cool. That is cool. (laughs) So what, when you look into the future what are your hopes and dreams now that you're doing something you love what do you have goals that you are setting for yourself or hopes or yeah, I know I know uh, you, you know, talk of about I have hopes. yeah of course I have hopes um I 
but you know, like 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 I mentioned earlier, I'm like a in the present time yeah. fight. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to finish what, yeah. I, what I'm doing now and um, then go forward. But of course, like I want to work for like big companies, um, um, collab with it, with big companies. But then I also want to have my own, yeah. you know, production company that that maybe is in Hollywood, may you know wherever it may be. I want it to be my own and. I just want to, like you said, help people. I want to encourage people. I want to, um, you know, just, I, I realize like we're all like little specks in this universe, but, but the, the one thing is how many specks can you inspire? Mm. That's, that's my, like, that's my mindset. How many people can you inspire? How many people do you run into every day? And when they leave out, how do they feel after they have interacted with you? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So yeah. that that's really big for me to... And I think that film allows me to do that, allows me to touch so many people without, you know, actually being able to talk to them. Yeah, for sure. Well, you've definitely inspired this spec today, so I appreciate <laughs> that. Of course. Is there anything else that we haven't covered that you wanted to talk about or... Have we been able to get the picture of Ani Sanders? Yeah, I think I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed this talk, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. <laughs> I guess it was a talk I didn't know I needed either. But, yeah, I definitely definitely feel good about, you know, where where life is taking me. And hopefully other people are encouraged to, to know that, you know, someone who didn't really see much in themselves in high school and and didn't think that, you know, I could be these things. I've now evolved into these things and and it's possible and and things can change in a moment, you know, Mm -hmm. for the good. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you can be flunking out of school one minute and and graduating the next, you know, or in grad school the next. So, you know, like it's life, it it has no rule book, but, you know, you just got to play the hand you're dealt. And do what you got to do till you don't got to do it no more. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Well, the last question we always ask is, from everything you've experienced and know now, what would you tell your high school self? Oh. Um, wow. I would tell my high school self to um, be sure in yourself. Mm. and to know yourself. I feel like um, I was trying to be sure of everyone else yeah, and um, make sure they knew who I was or, you know, but I didn't even know who I was. So I would definitely say more time with self and, and finding yourself and, um, yeah, just, just being focused. Mm. That's all I would say. That's great. Well, I appreciate you taking the time and opening up and sharing your life with us. We're going to put your uh, YouTube channel in the show notes so people can go and check that out and um, subscribe. So in March, when your film comes out, we'll know and see that. So that's exciting. And congratulations on that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, take care. It's good to see you. You too. You too.